Welcome to What's the Point Podcast, where we discuss the word in a relatable way that leads to life and culture change. My name is Deron Lewis, and it is an honor to be in the studio today with two guys that need no introduction. So I'm not going to introduce them at all. We've got two guys who need no introduction. You'll figure it out as we get going. And then we have producer Brian on the ones and twos. Very good to see you. Welcome back, Mar. Thank you very much. Who was that? Guess that it. I'll voice. Thank you very much. Mmm, <laughs> Yes. Great people. And then, uh, sadly, our studio audience has now shrunk. This is what happens. We got... It happened fast. We, you know what, Jonathan? When you're on the top, this is what you can expect. Yeah, it's true. And I will go ahead and say Myron's the other person, since I did did throw out y'all names. Yeah. I was going to try to go the whole podcast without it. <laughs> I've already messed up. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> well, you do notice the one time he was here, our audience doubled, and then when he came back, it's I wasn't going to say it. On a microphone that was being recorded, but yes, I did notice it. <laughs> and we will make the appropriate adjustments. Yeah. So what you're saying, you're going, uh, I'm fired? We'll wait till after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, not now. We still got some material to get through. And it's an all boys club. Yep. All right. So somebody's going to have to be the smart and sensitive one in the group. That's right. Sorry, Danielle, we miss you. I know. I'm getting fired, so it doesn't matter. I'm just going to say whatever. <laughs> this is a dangerous game. Just to let play. it rip, Tater Chip. <laughs> you can. You have the ability to, to mute his microphone, Brian, if need be. Yes, sir. All right. Very good. Yes, All right. So we're continuing on in this uh, in this podcast with what we're doing in church on Sundays, which is the seven pillars. So we're uh, we're going to be talking about the pillar of discipline on the, today's episode, and um, let's just take a few minutes and discuss what are the reasons that we need discipline. Why is that a pillar, and what's the importance of discipline? Discipline is real important because it it stops time drains, and and Pastor Jared did an excellent job talk, in the message talking about the fact that. It's not that we don't have enough time. It's that we're not disciplined with our time. Mm-hmm. And uh, go back and listen to that segment. That was a really great segment. Uh, he talked about how being disciplined in that area will free up more time that we can spend on important parts of life like family and God, living the kingdom, learning, which all goes back to the pillar of knowledge. But uh, it, it just if you're disciplined, it'll help with the, the time drain. I think one of the things, one of the reasons we need it desperately is when you look in the Scripture, Old New Testament, it's full of uh, references of conquering self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is you can look at, he even mentioned the self-help uh, areas of of discipline that all the self-help books you read, they deal with self-mastery, self-control, conquer self, self-discipline. They all have a word for it, right? Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me is also when you get into the Scripture, the last fruit of the Spirit is what? Temperance, which is... Self-control, which is yeah. discipline, right? So I think our spirituality, like you said, John, I think everything revolves around the banks of discipline. And yeah. I think it's a if you if you we can find a way to implement it into our lives, I think we're going to be closer to the Lord for sure. And yeah, I, I said one time in a, in a class, and it keeps coming back to me: is you have to stand up for yourself in this life. But more importantly than that, you have to learn to stand up to yourself. And how true is that, that we really need discipline in our life? We have to learn to stand up to the things. He did a, he did a good job in the message, too, talking about how the flesh wants what it wants. And 
there's this battle that's constantly going on between the flesh and the spirit, and discipline is the, the thing that's going to help you or, or equip you to overcome that, that struggle and to focus more on the spiritual side of things and not just fall to the flesh whenever it wants what it wants. If you're undisciplined, you're going to fall a lot. But if you can instill that, like he said, a wall around you, a wall of discipline, then you're going to be protected against a lot of the temptations and um, desires of the flesh. Yeah, you know, I just got to thinking that's why I was quiet. I was trying to do some Googling. But uh, quite a few of the Ten Commandments kind of relate to discipline. They are, you know, thou shalt not. There are things that <clears throat> are bears that God put in order that to accomplish these commandments, it's going to take discipline, self-control, yeah. as you, both you and Myron had said. Yeah. That's right. Even Paul said in Galatians, what, 5.23, he says, gentleness and self-control, there is no law against these things. He said that at five twenty three. Yeah, you have that. Yeah, wow. I didn't. I didn't know they documented the time in the Bible. That's incredible. Yeah, Galatians five. It's pretty specific. Oh, with it. Oh, oh, I, th- I didn't know scripture and verse. I thought. <laughs> I thought you had it five twenty three p.m. No. He said that, and I was like, Galatians five twenty three. Bible? Do you have? Okay, let, okay. Retake. <laughs> pastor, youth pastor Duran. Yes, Galatians five twenty three. The NLT version states gentleness and self control. There is no law against these things. Mm-hmm. I'm just relieved to know you didn't know the time. I was really questioning. <laughs> it's like I'm never preaching. Oh, again. that's my birthday, also five twenty three. That's oh, pretty awesome. Nice. So yeah. yeah. Another one is is people are only going to trust who they feel like are honest and trustworthy and disciplined. If you live an undisciplined life and people see that. And they see you just kind of living by the seat of your pants, just kind of flying around everywhere, doing whatever, whenever. And there's no discipline. Uh, number one, you're, you're not going to be near as productive. And and you're going to fall a good bit. People are going to see that. It, it's hard to trust somebody who's undisciplined. It's hard to really take stock in what they have to say if you look at their life and their life doesn't display um, godly attributes. It's, it's hard to trust what they have to say. Uh, sometimes... They can say things that are right, but it's just hard to trust it when you don't see the fruit of it. So obvious. A disciplined life will help people see the fruit of your life a lot more quickly. And I think that's important when we're trying to point people to Jesus. Yeah, I think it makes your, I don't know if you want to say testimony or your witness stronger right. when you yeah, have that sure. disciplined life and you're not frazzled. Yeah, I think uh, uh, this message, I think, again, anybody listening that hasn't heard the message needs to go back and, and go to our our page and listen to this message because yeah. there's so many good points. The one that's really funny to me is the roller skates on an octopus. <laughs> yeah. That was just a perfect analogy yeah, that of was. what it's like without discipline. It's like you're going all these different directions. But even from a spiritual perspective, I think there's so many layers of discipline. And I think people get overwhelmed. But I found in my life that just when I go into my prayer time, if I'm praying in my room, if the rooms aren't organized or the bed's not made, yeah. it affects my prayer. It's like, it's something, I don't know, there's like an order to it when things are in place and you've got that structure and you've got that discipline in your life. I think if you look God throughout the scripture, God takes chaos and he brings it into order. And I think order is discipline. I think if we have those banks in our life, I think we're going to flow smoothly, like you said. Our witness is going to be profound, and we're going to be able to shine a light, and we're not going to be just scattered yeah, like an octopus on roller skates. Talking about that, uh, that really does kind of underscore another 
side of discipline or, or reason why discipline is so important and that's focus not being so scattered um it's hard if we're if we're not disciplined in our thought life uh, in our actions in our words as pastor jared mentioned in the message if if we're not making a conscious effort to be real in all of those areas then uh, we are going to be scattered all over the place. And, and again, it goes back to trust. What happens when your words and your actions don't match or what happens when your thoughts and your words don't match? It's uh, There has to be consistency between all of that. And so it, to me, it speaks to a disciplined lifestyle. Uh, I mean, a disciplined lifestyle right. speaks to a life of focus. And, and if you're going to have a life of focus, you have to know what your priorities are. You have to know what what's important to you. And so I think all of that kind of, it, it all comes together when you talk about discipline. Uh, Focus is important. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we we hear discipline, and so many of us go to go to self help. Right? There's so many books written on Napoleon Hill. You can go mm-hmm. thousands, right, on on discipline. But it is a biblical principle. Yeah, it's it's as clear in the Bible as it is as the Holy Ghost message. Right? Yeah. If you look at it, what's interesting? If you look, just go through some quick ones. First Peter one and thirteen. He may have mentioned this one. Prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. So you're getting that from Peter. And then we read Galatians 5.23, Brother Duran. And we did. It says there's no law against these things. And then you look at what Titus, as Paul writes to Titus, right? And he says, teach the older men to exercise self-control. And you go to 2 Timothy, he tells Timothy the same thing. He tells him to have self-control that they will slander others and have no self-control. And if you go back to the Old Testament, Proverbs 25, a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. I think he made a reference to that in the in the message. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 and 32, better to be patient than powerful, better to have self-control than to conquer a city. So you look yeah. at all these scriptures and you look at this message that he, that he preached, it's a masterpiece, yeah. and it's just a spectacular... Uh, way of getting our life in order. And then he even got into the personality part, right? Mm -hmm. And the personality part is, well, I'm not that way. I'm not disciplined. But the beauty of it is, if you look at it from a spiritual perspective, when you go to the fruit of the Spirit, it is self-control, right? It's the last one. What is the fruit of the Spirit? So the Spirit is helping us produce the fruit of discipline that we so need. God's not asking us to do something that he's not going to help us with. Yeah. I think it was Jesus in the New Testament that even said, I discipline those that I love or those who I love, I discipline uh, in in my words. But I think that really does underscore the importance of discipline is even Jesus was telling the disciples that if I care about you, a sign of my love is going to be, I'm not just going to let you wander aimlessly doing your own thing. Like there's going to have to be discipline in your life. And if I have to be the one to bring it to you, I will. Right. I think that's pretty, pretty important. So the point that you guys are making, just to sum it up, is that dis- self-discipline is optional. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> it is absolutely not optional. You have to be disciplined. I was going to try to follow right behind Myron with that, but then you went and made an excellent point. It's like, well, the joke's not going to stick as good, but still going to throw it on the wall. It's optional. because I mean, it's definitely optional. Yeah, you're right, brother. It's, it's optional because God gives, gives us the power the free of will. choice. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Optional, but not preferable. You just won't like what you get. Talking about what are the reasons that we need discipline. And and this came off. I was going through uh, this 
this translation in my Bible called Instagram. <laughs> and if any of y'all use that. What translation is that? It's Instagram. That's oh, the okay. translation. Okay. <laughs> you said one of the things. I'm looking at your paper. I think that's the only thing. Oh, the rest is up here. Okay. Top secret. I didn't want you. I didn't want you peering over <laughs> okay. and seeing what I had written down. So let me get through my one point. Okay, go ahead. But uh, why? Why do we need discipline? So I just saw this the other day, and I loved it. It said discipline will take you places that motivation can't. Yeah, that's awesome. So as you guys were discussing the octopus with rollerblades becoming the person you want to be, that's not going to come from motivation or inspiration by looking at somebody else's life. It's going to come from from discipline, the cold hard truth of it, and that will take you further than you could ever go. Motivation and inspiration, you could say those are emotions, they're fleeting, they'll come and go, but if you have the pillar of discipline established in your life, then whether you feel like it or not, you'll do it, whether you feel like reading your Bible or not, you'll do it, oh, I'm so tired, the baby stayed up all crying all night and I don't want to read it now, but if you have that pillar instilled, the motivation's gone, the inspiration's gone, you're tired, you'll still do it, and you'll see the growth. And that constant growth when you put those pillars in will take you places yeah, that you can true. never go alone. Right. And that was the, the quote that he, I think he quoted John Maxwell there yeah. in that message. He said, motivation gets you going, yeah, but discipline keeps you there, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Motivation motivation gets you going. Going, I think. Discipline keeps you growing. Yeah, it keeps you yeah. growing. That was it. Yeah, big quote. It's motivation big quote. gets you growing. Going. Discipline keeps you growing. <laughs> Motivation. Yeah, whatever you say. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. On on this train of discipline, what are signs that I may need discipline in my life? If you don't have any priorities or any goals, then you can't have discipline. So if you're living a life that is just aimless, pointless, you're not really working toward anything big, then it, you, you can't be disciplined. And so that's a good sign you're not disciplined if you don't have goals you're working toward. Yeah. That's nice, but – and I agree with you 100%. But? No, there's no but. <laughs> well, but. but. There's no but. But. There's no but. However, furthermore. <laughs> However. Furthermore, it's like no, no, it's what, like a, a proper I, disagreement. <laughs> However, no, what I want to say is I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent But but on the flip side, if you take away the political correctness and the niceness, there's ways that we can tell if we're disciplined or not. Now mm-hmm. we may not want to discuss them here because it's raw. You know, if you're overweight, then. I'm probably got a discipline problem, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm having struggles in my finances, there might be a discipline problem. What's the yeah. old uh, was it Jeff Foxworthy? Here's your sign. Mm-hmm. You can Bill go down Vol. the list if if you're not Billing Vol. Don't that's sacrilege right there. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck if true. Oh yeah, who's here? Your sign. Here's your sign. Billing Vol. Oh okay, very good. I, I, the fact that I had to. That I had to educate the redneck. You should have said. This. You should have said. I agree with everything you said, but, but <laughs> I'm back to my old habits. I take a few days off, and I'm back to my old habits. But anyway, no, that's a, it's a very valid point. If you can't tell yourself no in any 
in any area, but especially if it's if it's crossed over into multiple areas, yeah, then uh, you you probably do have a discipline problem, and I, I think that underscores the fact, Myron, that you can possibly be disciplined in one area but not disciplined in others, and uh, what we should be striving for is complete total discipline in in every area of life, balance. Yeah, you see it in in pro sports a lot. You'll see them be very disciplined in whatever. Uh, sport they're playing but yet on their off the court antics they're not disciplined they they having drinking problems and there's other issues right going on Mm -hmm. there's some areas there that that's never that's never been conquered he mentioned that about the football player yeah and even michael jordan but i think you can be disciplined like you said you can be disciplined in that one area yeah and then fall apart in the other area but we know that the most important discipline is our daily walk with god Mm -hmm. right that's the foundation yeah yeah, and, and those are the obvious signs. Uh, I think there's some that are a little bit less obvious. So sometimes we can we can try to work on the, the big ones, the ones that we can easily see. Let, let's talk about some of the ones that we can't easily see. Um, for instance, if, if you start things and you rarely finish, I think Pastor Jared mentioned that one. If you start things but you rarely find yourself finishing things, that's a, that's a sign of lack of discipline in your life. Uh, another one he said is if if deadlines are dead to you, like if you if you are always butting up against head, deadlines and you're never uh, finishing task on time, or you're never arriving somewhere that you're supposed to be on time, like those are all signs that you have you know you have discipline right. issues. So what are some more along the, line, the train of thought of that kind of stuff? I would think on the harder to see, you mean? I yeah. think a, a frustration over the same issue. If you keep fight, fight, boy, my goodness, someone, I'm having a stroke. Keep fighting or facing the same battle. You've never, you've yet to overcome it. And I would think that leads back to a discipline issue. Yeah, that's very good. Very good. Another one is if you rarely, if you rarely do things that you don't enjoy, then you, you probably have a discipline problem. You, the reality is that growth isn't fun and, most great things in life come with a cost. Uh, that's just the reality of it. And so if if you find yourself never really embracing the things that you don't enjoy, then uh, you, you probably have a discipline problem. At some point in life, you're going to have to embrace the reality that you're going to have to do things you don't enjoy. Right. There's a, uh, a quote that goes around our mindset. I think it goes among athletes and some entrepreneurs, but to be successful – you have to be great at doing the boring. Yeah. So if you're constantly looking for the the thrill or the dopamine rush, but like you mentioned, Michael Jordan, it's yeah. boring watching film in and out. Yeah. But it's got to be done. <clears throat> I I hope we don't get struck dead here, but it could be boring to go through uh, Leviticus, and some. But you know that it's just there. There are lessons to learn there, but it's right. getting okay with doing the boring. Yeah, that's very good. It's some, a, oh, a part yeah, of discipline, good. not chasing the flashy, not chasing right. the lights, but just being okay with conquering the boredom. Yeah, I love it. I went to a John Maxwell conference and they asked him he's like, "What is your what is your what is your trick that you do every day?" And they're wanting to hear something just really deep and, "Oh, I do all of this." And he looked at him and he's like, "Hey, listen. I eat lunch with my wife at the same time every day." <laughs> or breakfast every day that's set aside and the rest of my day is really boring it's mundane yeah <laughs> it's, it's like wow nobody liked that answer because yeah. it was like most days are just boring and mundane not yeah. that eating 
lunch with his wife is boring and mundane, but it's just the routine of things. It's, it's steady. It's not anything fancy. How? Have you had lunch with his wife? <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> I'm not even going there. I'm not sure on that one, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, don't say me. Don't throw me in that. Has Jonathan had lunch with John Maxwell's wife? Nope. I'm just asking because a fan texted me now. That's the only reason I asked that question. It has nothing to do with me. Oh, okay. I just had a fan text me and say, hey, ask this question. Yeah. I've asked it. How how difficult do you find to to tell yourself no? How difficult is it when you, when it's something you really, really want? Oh, it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, sometimes impossible. It's easy. I tell myself no, but still do it. <laughs> now you sound like Paul. <laughs> I know what is wrong, and I still do it. I know what is right, and I can't. <laughs> but that that goes down to a, a, a issue with discipline. Right. It really does. It does it's, for sure. And definitely, Pastor, I mean, Pastor Jared brought out the point over and over again that it's this flesh and the spirit issue, and and that it, all throughout life, you're going. Matter of fact, he said every day you're going to have to battle. You're going to have to fight that battle every single day. Every day. And if you're not disciplined, you're you're not going to be able to tell your flesh no. And you're going to be doing a whole lot of things or thinking a whole lot of things, pursuing a whole lot of things that's going to completely distract you and pull you away from what God intends for you to do and what God intends for you to be. So definitely you have to be careful in that area. And to that, there's no ands, ifs, or buts. There we go. Awesome. I finally said something he completely agrees with. Completely agree. (laughs) However... Well, guys, you know, I think we need to take a few minutes and start instilling this pillar of discipline in our own lives. Amen. (laughs) No, it's great. We're going to come back on the next episode and wrap up some more discipline and talk again about the seven pillars. Until next time. Peace. Later. (laughs) Dude, we closed that like a champ. (laughs) So, guys, if you like what you heard... Please take a moment to subscribe to What's the Point Podcast on your preferred listening platform. Yeah, you can check it out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can even find us on our website, point.church. Just go over to the media tab or a section in the menu and then click on podcast. And one other way that I really recommend is download our app. And inside there, you can go into the, the bottom right corner. There's a section called more. You're going to scroll all the way down, and then if you scroll down, you'll see podcasts. Click on that, and you'll get to see all the last podcasts that we've done over the last four seasons. Yes, the app is great. So is the website, point.church. It's really a one-stop shop. We have our links for everything on the website, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can even go in there to watch their services live. You can buy merch. You can watch archives of old services. A lot can be done there at point.church. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend watching one of our services. It's a great thing to do. Uh, you can also request prayer. Uh, you can join one of our groups. Um, or you can join or view our Start Here campaign if you would like to visit in person. Yeah, and that's a very great place to start is the, the Start Here. It will tell you everything you need to know about what to expect if you plan on attending one of our services on campus. And let me say, we would love to meet you in person. Our services are every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. and then every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And I can speak for all of us. We hope to see you soon.